Hi guys, welcome back to my Salvation Diary. If this is your first time listening in, you are very much welcome. So guys, today I have a guest with me, um, one of my very good friends. And we're going to be talking about the power of forgiveness here today. And so I'm just going to give Izini the floor so that she can introduce herself and share her testimony with us. Hi guys. <laughs> um, thank you so much for having me here, Bula. It is a great, great, great opportunity. Um, so my name is Izine um, Anyakor. I am a Nigerian uh, currently living in Canada um, for university. I am in my final year um, of a dual degree in civil engineering and international development studies. Um, and it's been a great journey, you know, with God. It's been amazing. Um, never looked back, never will look back. <laughs> um, Amen. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, my testimony. Oh, uh, I guess my story is uh, more of a, it's, it's more unique in the sense that mm-hmm. I, growing up, I always, knew god um like i always i was never an atheist like i grew up in a family that was heavily involved in church mm-hmm. my mom and my dad were very involved in church um i was very well versed with christianity mm-hmm. and um but i never really knew god for myself mm-hmm. like i would always just see my mom you know just praying very much or you know fasting thanksgiving or whatnot but mm-hmm. I just, I just never had that direct relationship with God. Like I would, I remember I would always ask my mom, like, "What are you like? Why do you take these things so seriously? Like you're mm-hmm. praying morning, you know, you're praying morning, afternoon, night. Like what? Like what is? <laughs> what's the point? Like I yeah. knew there was a God and I knew He existed, but I just I wasn't operating in faith. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you know. I got into high school and that was where it just went left. Like, mm-hmm. I, I did my high school in Nigeria in British International School, BIS. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just, everything just flipped around. Mm-hmm. That was where I really was exposed to, I guess, the world, right? Mm-hmm. I was just living my life like nothing was at stake. Like, nothing... Mm-hmm. You know, living my life like nothing doesn't like anything doesn't matter. You know, wake up, you know, do my do life next day, just taking the day as it goes. And you know, I remember always looking within myself and asking, like, there should be more to like, you know, there mm-hmm. should be more to life than just you know going out with friends, coming back, you know, not necessarily really late, but just doing things care so carefree. Mm-hmm. you know and like coming back home and seeing my mom a certain way and not really understanding the significance of what she was doing but yeah like I was hearing the I used to go to church very often like every Sunday you know regular Sunday um just hearing the word every day like my minimum I had this I had minimal faith like I heard mm-hmm. the word every day but I just never went to meditate. I didn't even care to understand. But I just mm-hmm. knew that, okay, there's a higher power that saves. I just knew there was a, 
you know, whenever people gave testimonies in church, I'd be like, oh, wow, you know, mm-hmm, are you yeah. sure this just wasn't a coincidence? Like, I was always <laughs> doubtful, like, mm-hmm. uh, every time, you know, uh, God did this, I used, maybe it was just a coincidence. You know what I mean? Like, I just mm-hmm. never, I had minimal faith just hearing a lot of people's testimonies from church every Sunday. But to me, it could have been, it could have just been a coincidence. It could have just been that you worked hard and you got it. I mm-hmm. never saw anything as, oh, God's backing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Okay. But yeah, and when I started to, you know, I would say that my curiosity to understand, one, what my, the significance of what my mom was doing, and mm-hmm. also, um, and also just wanting to know God for myself was what helped me. It didn't okay. get, it didn't get me all the way there, but okay. it just pushed me to want to know and I, at that point, I just wanted to know, like, what is there, right? And mm-hmm. so, prior to 2017, so I did, I gave my life to Christ in seven, 2017. But prior to mm-hmm. 2017, you know, this was when I just came into, I just came to Canada um, for my uni. I was doing pretty well, you know. I was in school for civil engineering. Um, I was doing well. My family was doing well. But I still felt like something was missing, you know, I would go out. I I would go out with friends. We would we would go to the club. We would, you know, just party all night. I would go for so many different concerts, like worldly concerts. And I would just come back home. You know, in the period of time, we would be all hype, excited. But I would just come back home and feel so empty. Like mm-hmm. I just felt like. There, there's more like I there needs to be more than just having friends you know I used to speak anyhow I used to use so many different words you know I used to use swear words up and down like and I, I didn't care like I was living so carefree like the things I exposed mm-hmm. myself to the people I exposed myself to mm-hmm. I, I just I just knew that I wasn't in the right place but I didn't care enough to change that mm-hmm. and so after I think it must have been you know I got my mom was so so paramount in me joining a church when I came to Canada like joining a church you know like and I just honestly I at that point I did it just to please her like she would always ask me you know have you found a church you know she wanted redeemed because back in Nigeria we were Pentecostal and went to redeemed right so she would always ask me like are you you know or you probably found a church, you know, I is in a Sunday now. I didn't even, I didn't even, sometimes I didn't even used to, I didn't even go. care to, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't even care to really want to go to church. Like I knew church was for Sunday, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm looking forward to Sunday to, you know, to go to church, you know, mm-hmm. but my yeah. mom would always hammer like, have you found a church? You know, have, I'm like, mommy, you know, I'm just, I'll go, usually we'll go to the club on Sundays now. I'm oh, sorry, on mm-hmm. Saturday, Saturday on Saturday. And then next morning, you're tired, you know, as you've probably woken up with, uh, what do they call that thing again? The next morning. A hangover. <laughs> a hangover. <laughs> yeah. You'd wake up with a hangover, you know, your head is hurting and you're just not, church is the last thing on your mind, right? And my, I, my mom would now call me and be like, isn't it, how was church today? And I'm like, mommy, I, I didn't even go. And my mom would be like, isn't it, you know, she was so... She was just so, she would be, I could hear the disappointment in her voice, but I didn't really mm-hmm. care. I didn't care enough to even want to change that. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
And so as time went, um, like I spoke earlier about my minimal faith, like, mm-hmm. and that mixed with that curiosity. So I already had that bare minimum of, okay, God exists and God does mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But that curiosity to know more was what really sparked the need to meditate on the word, right? Okay. So whenever I came back on Sunday, so things just started to change. Like I just started to see my friends in a different, the people I used to hang around with, my then friends, you know, I started to see them in a different light, you know, mm-hmm. like after church on Sunday, I would come back home and meditate not for long of like just for a couple to see what what is there like my pastor is always talking about you know god does this you know always empowering us you can do this you're the salt of the earth you know you're a city set upon a hill and i'll just be like okay like let me even understand like what does it take you Mm -hmm. know to be how much you know the our pastor is telling us that we can be you Mm -hmm. know like and as time went on, you know, little by little, little by little, I wasn't, I started to notice that I wasn't comfortable doing the things that I used to do before, mm-hmm. you know, like the way that I used to speak, like the, the words that I used to throw around, whenever mm-hmm. I said it, I felt this sense of guilt. Like I felt mm-hmm. this sense of like, ah, I was going yeah, to tell people that it was like, God arrested me. Like, I, would, mm-hmm. I felt so convicted every like the lie the lying that I would see is okay like just petty lie white lies whenever I said them I would just I would feel so bad you mm-hmm. know like and that was for me that was a change that was a big um evidence that something was changing like next thing I had to do was going to solitude like I would always tell my friends, you know, oh, you know, I'm going through something. And I was going through something. But the thing, that thing was like change. You know what I mean? You need solitude to, mm-hmm. you know, to build that relationship with God. You need to be away mm-hmm. from distraction. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, I would always, you know, just take, I started to detach myself. I was lonely that what the definition the definition of lonely was what i was like i did not i started to obviously like my friends they'll call you today you say no call you tomorrow you say no after some time they will get the they will get the message you know they'll get the message and they yeah would stop reaching out they would stop reaching out so i just lost friends like you know i didn't used to because i, I for me it was like starting from ground zero you know what mm-hmm. i mean like i I I remember I used to have the click like in first year of uni like 2016 like I would always hang around they knew like they knew at what I always used to hang around with the same people and, mm-hmm. and yeah but at that time it was so difficult to separate myself like how would mm-hmm. how would, how would these people think they'll think oh I'm now I'm no longer you know, I'm now on my own. Like, I don't used to do things I used to do before. That used to make us cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 2017, you know, I I I gave my life to Christ. I got baptized. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since then, it's just been it's just been a journey of no return. Like, it's just been I've just been growing. Like, the more you grow in faith, the more mm-hmm. you see results, right? That's something mm-hmm. I had to understand. Like, our faith is all that we have. That is what mm-hmm. we stem our values from, our morals. That's 
that's it's just been a compass for me pretty much and I've just that void that I used to feel when I when I used to come back and just feel like empty you mm-hmm. know it's, it just wasn't there anymore like I just I just felt so at peace you know mm-hmm. you know that inner peace that you feel when yeah. it's beyond human understanding you know you just think so many bad things can be happening around you but you're just at peace that you know the one who made me is in control you know the person that I have a close relationship with got me right mm-hmm. like yeah and ever since then it's just been it's just been great you know it's just it's been amazing it's been yeah thank you so much for sharing your testimony with us that was honestly very powerful um and so now we're just going to you know i just there's a couple things that you said in your testimony that i really just wanted to highlight like you know you talked about how like you just taking out time to read the bible really started to open your eyes and open your mind to a lot of things it just goes to show that you know the word of god is alive like it's a a living Mm. word you know like even though you hadn't fully surrendered to him you know like you searched his word and he gave you answers you know Mm, that mm-hmm, stood mm-hmm. out to me you know and through that word you were able to now decide to you know make that final decision to give your life to christ which is really good um yeah so now i'm going to go into the topic of today which is the power of forgiveness and you know so i brought you on because i really want you to um you know share a time in your life where you know like forgiveness the forgiveness that the bible talks about you know that 70 times 7 type of forgiveness <laughs> you know you know just share a time mm-hmm. in your life when you really had to practice that you know like just share with us the a brief story of you know what happened and how you were able to get to the point of forgiveness mm-hmm. oh let me see i would say the one that really the the most significant one that really caused me that really stretched you know my need to forgive and how difficult it can be sometimes was so in my first year so this was when I was just finding Christ Mm -hmm. you know I had this friend that we would always you know we were actually three so me and two other female friends Mm -hmm. right we would always do things together Mm -hmm. you know we would always go to places together and it was just she always to me at least someone who would ask me I would say this girl was like my best Mm -hmm. friend right whenever she needed whenever she needed something you know she would come to me for advice she was just someone that I held really close to my heart Mm -hmm. you know like we were almost inseparable like we would go everywhere together and I remember just one day I get a call from, you know, another of my friends that, okay, let, let me give them names. So this person I'm talking about, let's give her a name of Juliet. Let's say her name is Juliet, right? And so I get a call from another of my friends, Andy, right? And Andy calls me and is like, oh, like, I just got off the phone with Juliet. Bear in mind that you know, Juliet met Andy through okay. me, right? So Andy was, you know, my long-term friend that I met in high school. And I introduced Juliet to Andy because, you know, I felt like, oh, okay, like, you know, Andy, we used to come to Toronto 
every mm-hmm. time, you know, wanting to, you know, every other time, pretty much. And I was like, oh, yeah, like she would always see I and Judith mm-hmm. together. And I'm like, okay, like might as well, right? So they built this friendship. kind of friendship together. And then she, I get a call from Andy, and Andy's like, um, she just got off the phone with Juliet, and that uh, she, she said that are we, are we, did we fall out? Uh-uh. And I'm just like, be reminded somebody that I spoke to the day before, right. and we're all jolly, you know, jolly, all good. I'm like, and she's like, oh, like, did you guys fall out? Like what's going on i'm like uh-uh. is this the same julia we're talking about mm. like i pretty much i must have just even spoken to her a couple hours prior okay. you know and she was like that the things that she was saying about me that she didn't like she she needed to call me because she didn't believe that it was the same isn't it that they were talking about oh wow mm-hmm. she was saying so many things so many you know, it was so many lies, mm-hmm. you know, and I thank God that the friend that she was speaking to, you know, which is Andy in this case, knew the kind of person that I was, mm-hmm. right? And that's also something that the Holy Spirit does to you. Like, people start to see these fruits in you, you know, people start to see that when they hear some certain things about you, they're like, this thing doesn't sound like doesn't what sound I right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I know, isn't it? Like, she is not so, what you're saying it does not correlate with you know what she does mm-hmm. the fruits that she gives out you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's why she called me immediately and she was just like you know like she, this was what she said um and i was it's just so many different things that i was just like what you know when your heart physically hurts mm-hmm. like you know when you just feel pain like you know there's pain that you feel that you know it's just it's regular kind of pain like oh you're just sad but when your heart physically starts to ache Mm -hmm. that's when you know it's deep Mm -hmm. (laughs) i agree you know what i mean and that was just how i felt on the call you know i didn't even i just i just lost strength i just lost motivation like this is someone that if I was to get married around that period, she would definitely have been my bride, my chief bride. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just mm, to that's paint a picture. As well. mm-hmm. Yeah, just to paint a picture of that closeness. And now me hearing all these things, mm-hmm. I was, I was hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and you know when you're, you're now reflecting on, or you're not reflecting on how, how much sacrifices you made just to help this person, mm-hmm. or, how much you've how much you've been there for this person Mm. you know what I mean and I just remember just sitting on my bed just closing my eyes and just asking God like where did I go wrong in this friendship Mm. like for someone to feel like to have so much bad things to say about me Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and yeah it's one thing to say a lot but another thing to say things that are untrue I you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah and it's and you know I the, my consolation was that at least you know Andy was able to know that what she was saying was false mm-hmm. you know like it was it was just I, I didn't even need to explain my, I didn't even need to explain anything to Andy because mm-hmm. Andy was like yeah like this is not you for sure like this is abstract you know it wasn't even a debating thing where isn't it is this true or isn't it what am i hearing is this how you are it was not even the case of that it was just like wow like 
you know and to me that was just a low point in my life you know like I would remember just always being so exhausted like the pain I felt oh dang and this went on and after a while you know we we just I I called um, Juliet now and she she didn't deny anything she told me like yeah that that's how she's felt and you know and I was just like why why didn't you tell me like why is it not, I'm not not even hearing it from you first I'm hearing it from someone that you met through me you know and she was just like oh yeah but that uh she made up some stuff but it's um you know it's 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 most of it is true <laughs> for the most part and yeah that's how she felt and stuff like that and we just stopped talking like wow. only because I couldn't I couldn't handle the pain like mm-hmm. I genuinely could not handle it and so we stopped talking and um we're pretty much just keeping malice for the most part like mm-hmm. I was like God this is done and dusted I am not there's nothing anyone can tell me mm-hmm. this is dead and gone mm-hmm. you know and so I remember just you know still just wailing in that pain and I would just notice that I would start to have dreams about this person, mm, you know. Okay. And it's not even just dreams or, like, nightmares. But to me, it was just, like, a sign that God wanted me to con- forgive. Mm-hmm. Like, God wanted me to take a step, you know, to forgive. Mm-hmm. And what? this? I would just wake up, ignore it, because in my head, I'm like, God, I know what you're trying to say but it ain't happening mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it ain't happening like I don't even want like mm-hmm. I'm just like God why like why do I have to be the bigger person like why do I have to be the one to forgive like mm-hmm. I was the one who was I'm the one who hurt was, was hurt mm-hmm. yeah like um, and I'll be asking God questions like do, do you weren't you here with me when I was going through this pain like didn't you see what this person did to me? <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. I'm like, ah, God, this is not fair. This, you know, it is not fair. Mm-hmm. And you know, as Christians, like, you know, there's some things that you're gonna have to do. It's not gonna be comfortable. Yeah, 100%. you're not gonna want to do it, but it's what is demanded. As yeah. long as you've mm-hmm. carried, you've taken up the mantle to, you know, to follow Christ and mm-hmm. be a believer. Mm-hmm. You have to be dead to your flesh. Yeah. You know, you have to be dead to, you know, your flesh wants you to keep carrying malice. Your flesh, your flesh wants you to, you know, withhold forgiveness, but you, you have to be dead to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And as these things just continued happening, I, I, I just felt more and more of a, I just felt it as more of a burden. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It would always be on my mind. Like, I would wake up and I would be like, oh, this God, you sent me this dream again. Mm. Lord God. Like, and at some point, you just, I just started, I started feeling, I started having this conviction that I was, I was being stubborn, you know? And Mm -hmm. I was just taking to a a time in my life where, you know, I would know what is right in the eyes of God, but I would be choosing not to do it. And in my Mm. head, I'm like, isn't it this is not you you know like you've 
come so far in your Christian journey, you know, mm-hmm. don't let one person take you all the way back. Mm-hmm. You know what? Especially when God has been communicating it in different ways to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah, I just after a while, I just uh, I just picked up my phone. This day, I was I was just I think I must have woken up from a dream, a similar dream. You know about you know God pointing towards direction with this particular person, mm-hmm. and I just texted her, and I'm I was just like you know it's uh i forgive you pretty much that was the summary of the story i forgive you um okay. i understand um that we haven't spoken for you know for a long time i apologize you know i was i just mm-hmm. needed to process what was happening and i i forgive mm-hmm. you you know i forgive you and after that the um, the ease that i felt this inner mm-hmm. that i just that it just it, it's like a veil was on me and I, I just took it off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just felt this inner, you know, satisfaction, you know, mm-hmm. and I the dreams just ceased. You know what I mean? And I, oh. I stopped having those dreams, like, and it was just for me, that was just a confirmation that, okay, well done. You know what I mean? From like mm-hmm. God telling me, yeah. you've done what is right. You know, I've been mm-hmm. nudging you, I've been nudging you. But now you've done what is right. But yeah. yeah, and that that to me that was something hard for me. Like it was so difficult yeah. to come to that place. But I thank God for strength. I thank God for strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I actually it's so funny because um, like you said, like as Christians, we cannot um go by our emotions. No. You know, we have to we have to do what is right regardless of how we feel, mm. you know, whether we've been wrong, mm. you know, whether we feel like it's not fair. And I, I really agree with mm. you, you know, when we're saying God is not fair, like weren't you here exactly. with me? Like, you know, God sees it all, like he really does, but it doesn't take away from the fact that he has said it in his word, and that's, that's what, it what it is. is. That's, that's final. Things have nothing to do with it. You know, what they did, what they didn't do has nothing to do with it. He said we're supposed to forgive and we should forgive. And that's the end of the story. (laughs) So, yeah, it really just goes to show that, you know, the cross isn't an easy thing to carry. Like taking up your cross and carrying Mm -hmm. something is not easy. Mm -hmm. But we continuously have to go with God's word. Um, And also, another thing that I I really took from the story is when you said you had to pick up your phone and, you know, uh, reach out to this person, Mm -hmm. like, one thing I've realized, actually, um, over time with Christianity is the fact that, you know, forgiveness is a process. It's not a one-day mm. thing, you know? It's not a one-day thing, but you still have to be obedient. Mm. Like, you know, you still have to, even though you might not have fully forgiven that person in that exactly. moment, you still have to be obedient to God's word exactly. and pick up your phone and, and reach out and let her know that, you know, you've forgiven her. Exactly. And then, you know, daily, through the help of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure at time when you were able to fully just forgive and exactly exactly like yeah but if you didn't make that decision Mm -hmm. at that moment you probably would have never let it go you know Mm -hmm. so you have to make that first step yeah i really agree with them Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i remember during that period as well during bible study most of our most of our topics would be related to forgiveness and i'm just like god why (laughs) like why what is this chase 
you know what I mean? Like, why? Why yeah. is it this before now? Well, then it's not forgiveness, but it's when uh, <laughs> all, all of a sudden, sudden every, everywhere I'm going, they're preaching forgiveness. I'm like, oh God, like, just allow me, man. Let me hurt in peace. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me just go through this hurt in peace. You know what I mean? Because another thing is hurt, the domino effect of non forgiveness. You know, it's 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 not great. You know, like so many things are birthed from non-forgiveness. You start to withhold yeah. stuff. You know, you start to just you just don't care. And when you get to that stage of not caring, it just yeah. it's just downhill. You know, and I think that's what God was protecting me from from getting from, to yeah. that place where I just don't care you know so now i'm just gonna ask you one more question before um you know you leave us we've actually had an amazing time with you here on this i'm glad on this episode and i'm really happy that you came but i just want to ask you one quick question so in all of this what would you say that you learned or what would you say that you took away from you know that that situation taking place in your life for me i learned that you know no matter how far you've come in your Christian journey some things are still not going to be easy you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like you might feel like okay you've studied the word you've known everything about forgiveness okay cool 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 Mm -hmm. but when you're confronted with that situation when you're put in a place Mm -hmm. that exactly when Mm -hmm. when it happens you know in real life and you have to now show forth what you've learned it's a lot easier said than done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. I remember I even used to preach to, <laughs> I even used to <laughs> preach to people about forgiveness, bro. Like I used to tell people, you know, why are you holding a grudge? Like, come on, like, you know, the Holy Spirit's help. But when you're put in that situation, you don't even want, you don't even want to be helped. You don't even want, you, it's like you, you're saying, no, Holy Spirit, leave me alone. Like, just let me wow. just, go through this pain you know what i mean but you would never really prior to that i would have never thought that one i could hold you know that for so long you know especially mm-hmm. where i was in my christian journey i had thought that mm-hmm. you know, i'd come so far but you would be mm-hmm. humbled like i was so i was so <laughs> humbled like you still got a long way to go darling <laughs> you yeah. know like obviously eventually like i did come to the realization that i and i did what was right but mm-hmm. you know, God does not want us to take that long. You know, mm. it shouldn't be a thing. Mm-hmm. God wants us to forgive seven, yeah, three times seven a day. Mm. You know, the sun, the Bible. There's a verse in the Bible that says, "Let the sun must not let it let the sun not go down on your anger." anger. You know, which mm. is just God telling us that day, that day, sort it out, sort it out, mm. because mm-hmm. He knows the danger. But yeah, that definitely stood out for me. The fact that I thought that I was, I had come so far, but that situation mm-hmm. really humbled me. And it showed me mm. that, you know, no matter how far you think you've come, there's always room for improvement. Mm. 100%. Wow, that was really amazing, isn't it? Thank you so, so much for joining us no here problem. on the podcast. No problem. I really appreciate, no. um, you know, and we're going to say bye to you now. And thank you guys so much for listening in as well. Um, And I will catch you guys in my next one. I hope you guys enjoyed having Izumi here on the podcast.